Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I know how we can stop Gibbs from pressuring Rachel. Does it involve going to Scotty without telling me? Harvey. God damn it, you had no right. I had every right because I knew Gibbs would keep crossing lines, and that's exactly what she did. What are you talking about? She manipulated about? the dean of Columbia into threatening to expel Rachel. Where's the proof? They accused her of having me take the LSATs for her. But the only problem is there's no record of me ever having been accused of that. The guy you saw in court. Yes, his name is David Green. He must have told Gibbs about me, and then she used that to get the dean to strong-arm Rachel. That's abuse of power. I told you, the only problem with that theory is David Green tells Gibbs about you and his career's done. Then he must have told her anonymously. Which doesn't help us, because we still don't have any proof that she contacted the dean. No, we don't, but it wouldn't be that hard for me to get. No, it could be a setup, it's too risky. This whole goddamn thing is too risky, but right now, Rachel's future is in jeopardy, and if I have to risk tacking on a few years to save her, it's not even a close call. All right, do what you have to do. Just don't get caught. Suits season five, episode 13 is over. And if you're ready to hear us talk about God's green earth, then suits yourself. I'm Rob Sestrino, back here with the guy who's not going to be taking a trip to Argentina. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm great. A trip to Argentina does sound good, though. I'm not going to lie. You know what? Uh, I've tried it. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, was it for you? Wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. Yeah, would rather stay in Cambridge if I yeah, could. Yeah, so it's yes. So it's Sheila's ass. You know, um, I have a lot of thoughts about Sheila's ass in this episode. So I'm very excited to talk to you about it because you know, and I think in our last podcast we speculated what happens when Sheila's ass gets put up on the stand and maybe Lewis has to depose her or has to ask her a bunch of questions. We were worried about um, Lewis. Yeah, we we saw her though. We, I mean, we saw basically what that would look like when Lou was giving her the mock trial version of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it got intense. I was not expecting Lewis to pull out the this relationship failed, and then you made up this vicious rumor about my law firm. I was like, oh, Sheila's ass. What you gonna do about this one? They even hit her with the you've been having sex in the Harvard uh, the Harvard file room, lady. Who? How are we gonna trust what you got going on? I was like, Hey man, they on Sheila's ass for real this time. This for real, episode to me. yeah, yeah. Okay, 
I also felt like that we were on the track of like, okay, well, what would be the only way they get out of this? What would be the most suits thing to happen? It's like, well, the only way we could stop this Anita Gibbs is that we got to get dirt on her. She must be dirty. That's the only, we got one move. That's, we got to get dirt on her. So she drops the case. She got a, a sister or somebody that they really could, they could really just like rake over the coals, I guess. Yeah. And everyone's like, Mike, don't go after the sister. It's not, don't do that. This is going to get Harvey's thrown off the case. It's dirty. It's a dirty move. And Mike's like, listen, Rachel's in danger. I got to do something. This is the only thing I can do. He even threatens Harvey. Like you find something on Anita Gibbs. Or, or I will. For you. Yeah. Right. And and we know what that means. He's like, you better find something out or I'm going to, or I suggest you find something out before I make a move. And of course, Donna comes in later on like Harvey, Mike warned you he's about to do something crazy. Rob, he goes to Scotty, leave Scotty alone. What is wrong leave with Scotty these alone? I don't even know. Why did he go to Scotty? He wanted to go to Scotty to get Scotty out because she was outside representation. Right. Yes. So he's like, Scotty knows my secret. She will uh, she will basically come after Anita Gibbs's, um, you know, a, a sister from outside the firm. So they couldn't say, oh, Pierce Inspector Litt was trying to intimidate her. It's just like, you know, if you if you can get Scotty to come after her, then uh, they'll have to drop the, you know, the charges against Rachel to save her. So they were trying to use that, like that personal connection to leverage it. But it's it's like so easily traced back to Harvey that it's such a stupid idea. You know, like uh, you think people aren't going to say, well, Scotty, could this have something to do with their relationship with Harvey or the fact that you used to work at Pierce Inspector Lip? Do you know that Mike Ross is a fraud? Like it just completely throws Scotty into the line of fire. But Mike doesn't care. At this point, he sees red. He's pissed because they're coming after Rachel and he's not OK. Yeah. All of this is just so wild, especially that there's this editorial in the newspaper about how, like, why would anybody on God's green earth want to go work at Pierce Inspector? Like, if I feel like if this is such a big news story that there are, like, editorials in the Wall Street Journal about this, like, it, this is just wild. This well, whole saga. That's the thing. It's not even that big of a news story. Anita Gibbs planted the editorial. She's like, everybody knows. Ma'am, it was you. Mm -hmm. You did it. You plant. That's why when she uses the phrase on God's green earth later on, Harvey's like, wait, you're the only person, you know. But people are reading it. Yeah, but it's her fault. You know, like this could have left under the rug, but Anita Gibbs is trying to blow it up. She's really trying to make a big deal out of this just based off of the tip that she got from Sheila. Yeah. Is she? I don't know. She's doing like a lot of like uh, unscrupulous things. I'd say unscrupulous, but I think like I think that she is she is definitely bending the law in a lot of ways that we've seen other people who are coming after Pierce Inspector Lit do. Uh, but she hasn't done anything just like expressly illegal. Like you know what I'm saying? Like she's like working in like a moral gray area she's because she knows she's right. Down from Travis Tanner. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what I'm getting at. Like she has not she's done right Travis there. Tanner yet. But she's knocking on the door, you know, she's and but to her, she's like, listen, Mike, you're not a goddamn lawyer. There's no point in me like tiptoeing around this. I'm going to get you. And if I got to blow this thing up, someone is going to realize that I'm telling the truth and that it's only a matter of time before you go to jail. But to me, it's so funny that she's like a dog chasing a bone, because if you think about it, she only got this anonymous tip from Sheila's ass one time. And it, it was just like that little thread was enough to lead her to she the point where the she's law. like, she, she cannot be swayed at all. And it doesn't help that, I guess, her associate 
Mike Ross did the okay. LSAT for right. him. And he so this guy? is the the craziest part of this. So her associate, and she does not know this. Okay, she yeah. does not know that Mike Ross took the LSATs for this man. And let me see if I can get his uh, character, David Green. David I Green. Mike Ross. Mm. Okay, took the LSATs for him. Like, how many people did Mike Ross take the LSATs for? Like, uh, she was like twenty. Is it a hundred? No, What's his counting. body count on it's, the LSATs? It's it's probably very 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 high. very high. It's probably very very high. Yeah, I, I assume that he was doing this. I, I'm pretty sure this was like his primary source of income. Like Mike Messenger was not paying the bills in New York, and so he's selling he's selling LSATs left and right. Okay. I'm sure. So um, this man, Mike Ross, takes yeah. the LSATs for him. He goes to law mm-hmm. school. He's working for Anita Gibbs. Mike Ross comes up. This this lunatic then writes an anonymous email to Anita Gibbs like, hey, I hear Mike Ross takes the LSATs for people. Right. He blows yeah, up his L- own spot anonymously? Anonymously. Why, Why would like- he do this? Because, I mean, Anita Gibbs, like, she doesn't need the, the help to win this case. Like, uh, Mike, Ross is, Mike Ross is taking the LSATs for everybody. Pass it on. You didn't hear it from me. How do you know? Didn't Don't worry about it. Uh-uh. Anonymous so, tip. So, so a little birdie An- just Another told me. anonymous yeah. tip in this case. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Anita Gibbs knew this man uh, was the reason, the, was the person the tip was from, you know, because they're trying to get to Rachel and they're not going no, to stop anything. No, but there. she would uh, fire him. She wouldn't have somebody working for her that she knew didn't really take the LSATs. Harvey has a non-lawyer worker for him for five seasons. These people do amazingly ridiculous things on suits. You know, I, like you would think someone of Harvey Specter's caliber, mm-hmm. Jessica's caliber, would not have Mike working for them. But she does, you know. And so I think that there's a non-zero chance that she knew. But even if she didn't know, right? Okay, David Green, you throw Mike Ross under the bus just to impress your boss? Because that's really what's going on here. Right. We've seen it throughout the series. These associates, these junior partners, these senior partners, they're constantly trying to one-up each other. They're constantly trying to look good in the eyes of their bosses. And so she's like, we got to find something that sticks Rachel Zane. We got to get to something, to some leverage on Rachel Zane. And that guy's like, I heard Mike does that on set for people. Mm-hmm. And she's like, wait, what? And so she ends up going to the dean of Columbia Law Rachel's probably first time ever sitting down with this man. Yeah. And he's like, so people been doing the LSAT for you, girl? He's like, how do you even know that that Mike was doing that? David effing Green. I don't know. If you were this guy, though, Chappelle, like, wouldn't, like, the last thing you want is, like, oh, man, they're looking into this guy's background. Oh, I am, I am screwed. The last thing I would do is give them a piece of information, like, oh, he's taking the LSAT for people. Well, let's, let's look up all the people that he might have taken the, like, who are the people that he could have known? Like, let's get, let's look into this. Like, why would yeah. you tell on yourself like that? Anonymously, I think he figured. I think he figured there's no paper trail, right? So Mike He's like, Ross I, takes I've been talking with Father long. Walker. He said that that was the right thing to do. Father Walker knows it all, and uh, watch him end up on the stand eventually. No, I think this person just felt like there was no proof. Like if Mike said, "I took the LSAT for you," all the kid had to do was say, "No, you didn't." And then what is he going to do? He does not know Mike Ross has a photographic memory. And even though, even if he does, Mike, what's the best Mike Ross could be like? I've seen him. I promise. And he says, well, you, you made a copy of everybody's driver's license. That doesn't prove anything. The thing that gets him is that Mike Ross remembers every question that yeah. he got wrong and right. Why does Mike need a copy of everybody's driver's license if he has a photographic memory? 
I think it was just leverage to say, like, I, if you say something, I got you. I got you. Look, look, I got this card. I can, I can prove it. But it's been years. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, yeah, try proving that now. You just sound like someone who stole my identity at best. Um, but when Mike says, I can tell you exactly the questions you got wrong and right, uh, then, yeah, that starts to throw a little bit of uh, like confusion into the mix. And maybe people start to look at David Green like, did Mike Ross take those out for you? So it, it's a wild swing. But at the same time, it's like, how could you know that Mike Ross was able to trace this back to you after all this time? Yeah, okay. Well, they're able to like sort of help get Rachel out of the crossfire a little bit, at least directly where that they're going to kick her out of school. But I still feel like that the Dean of Columbia is still not going to just forget this, that this happened. Yeah, but, you know, if he gets put on the stand and they, yeah, they say they could, they could sue him, basically. Like you, you are colluding with uh, Anita Gibbs to intimidate a witness. Oh, and you're and you're threatening to to kick her out of school because you went to law school with Anita Gibbs, and in your mind you're doing her some huge favor and all this other stuff. Yeah, you're going down. So yeah, he can he doesn't forget it maybe, but what can he really do with that information? Um, they 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 got him over a barrel, mm-hmm. you know, and that was the goal. They really needed to find something that tied Anita Gibbs and the dean together. David Green is the one who folds and give them the information that they need. And so here they're able to get around it uh, with a, another bluff. You know how they do. And so Anita Gibbs signs it away and says, OK, we're not going to come after Rachel. I'm not going to get her expelled from school. You win this time. But you're not a goddamn lawyer. I'm not going to let it go. Mm-hmm. OK, well, Anita Gibbs just keeps on hammering away. Uh, she's going she's going after everybody she's uh you know trying she's trying to flip rachel she's saying like rachel like look you and mike they could you could all you have to do is give up harvey you i could get mike into columbia rob i told you rachel was the weak link we talked about this. everybody knows i said everybody knows rachel i don't know this uh fantasy world that she lives in where mike ross quits being a lawyer uh, at Pearson Spectre Lit, he goes back to law school. He then becomes a lawyer again. And then they live happily ever after in a two-family home. I mean, two-parent home where they raise their kids in the, in the uh, under the rule of the law. And they go to law, like to, to the law firm every day, uh, Ross and Ross law firm that they own together. Ma'am, what are you talking about? If Anita Gibbs tells, first of all, if Anita Gibbs tells you to get in the car, you don't get in the car. Are you under arrest? You're a lawyer. Why are you going to hear Anita Gibbs out? What could she possibly say to you that would sway you in any way? Oh, this is what she says. I bet I could get Mike into law school. Have you ever considered that? Mm-hmm. And Rachel's like, no, I actually hadn't considered. What if he goes to Columbia? Mm-hmm. Then we could be a family. We could have everything. And this shakes her. She tries to act like it doesn't. Like, she didn't get in my head. But by the end of the episode, she's like, okay, I admit it, Mike. I just really want us to both be lawyers together. She's dangling my dream in front of me. What if the bar association is going to say, you're marrying a fraud, ma'am. I'm sorry. You, you can't have it all. You cannot be a criminal and practice law. That's why they're shutting this down. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. It shouldn't work on her. But for some reason, it is. You know, she's like, he, she got it. Mike, I admit it. She got in my head. How? Because she said, I might let Mike... The woman started... Her thesis to all of this is, Mike Ross will never practice law again. Harvey even says, what if I just told you he'll never practice law again? Is that cool? She's like, no, that's not cool. I want Harvey. So for Rachel to come in and be like, okay, if we give up Harvey, maybe you can go to law school? Rachel, what the hell are you talking about? No one's going to hire Mike Ross now. There's editorials and op-eds about y'all right now. Mm -hmm. 
about this very Nobody situation. Nobody on you God's green about- earth. Nobody on God's green earth. The- you saw the editorial and this woman comes to you like, but I can get them in. And Rachel's like, mm, maybe we should consider throwing Jessica and Harvey under the bus. Rachel, what, what is wrong with you? Let him go. Either, like, you could be happy with this man, but you cannot be happy with this man as a lawyer right now. Let it go. Yeah. It's okay. What did you think of the back and forth with Scotty? First off, uh, Mike, the audacity to go to Scotty. Uh, and then uh, Scotty shows up at the end of the episode um, and goes to uh, Harvey's office uh, to talk about some things. Uh, but then we see where Scotty and Rachel have a uh, back and forth uh, where then Scotty says to Rachel, like, uh, hey, um, just in case, you know, if Mike goes to jail, she's like, he's not going to jail. Like, all right, well, you know, let's say he doesn't. Let's say he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, you know, like uh, sometimes people, they think they're going to be able to handle, you know, you're going to be a lawyer. Like, he's not. And she's like, mm, Mike's not like that. And Scotty says, but he's just like Harvey. And Harvey's Baby Harvey. Like Baby Harvey. And Rachel's like, no, Mike would never. You mean to tell me that the same Mike Ross who has been fighting tooth and nail to be a lawyer. Remember, when Rachel and Mike originally came to this agreement that Mike was going to stop doing fraud, the only reason he got back into fraud was because at that point, Rachel had cheated on him with Logan Sanders. So he has been trying to keep this bit going for years. And she's like, he would never, he would never miss this life. He would never. He loves the law. Even Donna wants to be a lawyer. Hell, we see her go do like fraud and left and right. So she could be a lawyer too. Everybody on this show wants to be a lawyer. Mike's been trying to pull this grift on a lot of people just to just to get dates with people. You think he's not going to sit at home, a stay at home dad watching Rachel go and handle uh, torts and whatnot and, and sitting there I'm like, yeah, hun, I, I, I know you don't like washing dishes, but I, I washed them for you. Any 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 hot cases you got? No, Mike Ross is going to be up your ass about trying to every be a lawyer, case, trying yeah. to work your cases. Every Can I just look at the documents, please? Mm-hmm. I would be shocked if he didn't sign up to be at least a paralegal. Mm-hmm. Um, also, what did you think about Rachel coming up to uh, Scotty and being like, hey, uh, Scotty, I know we've never met, but mm-hmm. I'm Rachel Dane. Yeah. You might have heard about me. Yeah. Scotty said, I used to work here. Yeah, I worked here for two months. I know who you are. I was I was a senior partner at this mm-hmm. firm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're dating baby Harvey. How yeah. do I You're Robert Rachel? Zane's daughter. I know who you are. Yeah. She's just, it's like she's just not tapped in. Rachel, come on. Yeah. What's not clicking? So all right, I'm glad you brought up Donna because Donna said something in this episode that this blew my mind. Okay. So they're, they've got all these documents and they've got everything from the case. They're in discovery. And so they got everything at the office and they're trying to flood us with paperwork. Okay. I don't really know what paperwork they're flooding them with. Like, I feel like that all of the documents in this case are all of PSL's uh, work. Like, I don't know what, what discovery are they, are they doing? Like what, like they sent them a million documents about what, like they know all the facts of this case. Um, Right. Well, I think the thing is that they're in discovery, but they're looking at their own stuff because they're trying to hide stuff, right? Mm-hmm. They're hiding evidence at this point. And yeah. so Donna's like, yeah, so we're in discovery. We're looking through all these files. They sent us a bunch of files. They're burying us in paperwork. You know, that's cool. But Donna's never, she's never actually now, done a documentary hold on before. a freaking <laughs> second here. Hold on. Because didn't we have a whole storyline back in season two 
of when there was the the motor company, that there was the missed memo in that Donna's like, I can't have missed this. I'm Donna. I don't miss things. Now, Mike's like, hey, can you help me? She's like, I don't, I've never touched a document before in my life. <laughs> I've never, I don't know how to do this. I read people. I'm Donna. I don't know anything she, legit, she was like, secretary? Me? Legal? Ma'am? Yeah. I... I anticipate people's needs. What happened to the person who's like, I could never forgive myself. I missed a document. That's not me. All she she did was file the document, Rob. And so she was like, listen, the only time I ever touch paperwork is when I put it into file. You made me think I I was crazy because uh, this document went missing. Yeah, well, she's good at filing. What she's not good is actually going in and reviewing the documents, you know, because the yeah, yeah, because you're supposed to be searching for information that is relevant to the case. Donna is supposed to be hand like when when Harvey has a case, Donna's supposed to be going through the files. But this is what he's been making Harvey uh, Mike do. He's been making uh, Rachel do. He's been making all these other people do. Lewis, everybody goes through files except Donna. We always talk about how these people are never in their office doing anything. If you pay really close attention in suits, Rob, whenever somebody walks into Harvey's office, nine times out of ten, you can see Donna standing behind them at her desk, just standing still listening. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't even be pretending to work. She's a, in this episode, I think she was standing there in that blue dress and she's just listening. Mm-hmm. And then when they walk out, she immediately walks in, like, Harvey, okay, here's what I think. Ma'am, go review some damn documents. Do your job. Yeah. Can we get Gretchen back? Can we get Gretchen back on this desk to work on this? uh, Gretchen will work in document or discovery. Doc review. Donna gets paid way too much to not do doc review. Mm -hmm. You're a legal secretary. You're not a regular secretary. They could get a receptionist to answer the phone. Yeah. They could get a personal assistant to be in Harvey's business. But they need a legal secretary to go through the doc doc review. That's what you're supposed to do. What do you do all day, Donna? (laughs) Let's talk about Jack Soloff, who is here and is really angling to try to get like a seat at the table, a name on the door. He comes to Jessica and is like, hey, like this is uh, this is the time when we need to be doing some pro bono work. And Jessica's like, no, we need to kick some ass right now. Jessica said, I'm tired. I'm tired of trying to pretend that I'm innocent and all this other stuff. Let's act like we really innocent and go do some like some big dog stuff. You know, let's go bully some people. Let's go steal another a whole department from another business. Okay. <laughs> you know, like because 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 if you're not on the ropes, that's the kind of stuff you should be doing, right? You got all this money, all this power. Why aren't you going to do stuff like this? So she's like, Yeah, let's get out there. Um, Rob. How do you feel about Jack Soloff? Yes, is he no, back on maybe. board? I don't know. Uh, like, is he part of the team now? He did give Jessica the things. Yeah, you know this is which we never got to find out what they out. were, which makes me feel like okay, it was a, a total MacGuffin the whole time. Pause. Are we never going to get it? We're never going to get it. You mean to tell me at some point what it is? But like, they had nothing. Like, it's not like tying back to where. So, so there's something like he was like, you know, Ava Hessington's uh, 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 accomplice on a murder. You know. Rob, in my mind, we have to figure out. First of all, we're going to get it. In my mind, we have to get it. They've talked about it too much. It's right there. Why dangle that in front of us? It's, we, are, we already got the can opener. You know, like, yeah, we don't need another can opener. Just tell me what's in the file. But I really think that... Um, 
unless Jack Soloff's name is going to be on the wall, unless this is going to be Pearson Soloff lit, there has to be a way to keep his name off the wall. Now, like you say, he might be part of the team now. It feels like he's kind of getting ingratiated. But I feel like that folder is going to be the one thing that we keep that will keep this place P, uh, PSL uh, and then not in like Pearson Soloff lit, you know, Pearson Spectre lit. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that is what that is the key to Jessica holding on to the keys of her building. Because if you let Jack Soloff in, he's ambitious enough just because he left Boston to come to the big city of New York that uh, he might try to take her down. Um, you're, you're, you're a New Yorker. Is this a, like a common trope that people leave the small town of Boston to come make it big in New York City? I do to think make that there is like a New York versus Boston rivalry for sure. And I wonder if, you know, it's like thought of like, well, okay, you could make it in Boston, but can you make it in New York? Like, I do think that there's like a rivalry in Philadelphia, you know, it's like that yeah. with New York, you know, it's like, all right, well, like uh, you got to actually make it in New York. If you can make it there, you could make it anywhere, they say. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. That is what I hear. So he's he turned his back on his hometown. He's a traitor, they called him. You know, he's gone from being a Patriots fan to a Giants I, fan because you know. And now we find out that like I thought he was from Philadelphia. Like what? What the freaking hell? Like did, <laughs> we didn't do this research that we think that he loves Charles Barkley and he's from Boston. Right, he's from Boston. We were aiming the wrong direction. Who should Harvey have been trying to get? Larry he's Bird. Yeah, like uh, easy, easy pickings. The bird man, he's right there. Where's and I think Tom Harvey Brady? has a Larry Bird basketball. Uh, what if Tom Brady did show up once? It's, we just skip the, we skip the recap skip that, that one. Week. Yeah, yeah, skip that one. But yeah, where's, I think that this man is a uh, big poppy. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Was wait, big poppy would have been. Yeah, this would have been a good time to get Big Poppy, sure. right? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that there are better people that you could get this man now that we know that he's from Boston. Mm-hmm. But now we find out that it feels like his primary motivation in getting his name on the wall is that, like, I got to I gotta show up for Boston, man. I came to New York. I said I was going to take this town by storm, and my name ain't on the wall. Jessica, what's up? So I think you're going to, unless they're going to fold and say, Jack Soloff, you're one of the team now. I guess it could be Pierce Inspector Lit Soloff. Yeah. I don't know. But if, if you plan on keeping his name off the wall, you got to have that document. And so we got to know what's inside. It, it is wild that they really, in the course of one season, have turned around to like the big bad from within the within the PSL to like in only like a matter of like two episodes gone from that. He was calling to take over the company to like, all right, Jessica, I'm in this thing. I'm in. I'm not. I got another job offer. I'm staying. I'm effing well, staying. It was a roller coaster because it was like he started off like I'm coming after Harvey, but then it was like oh I'm working with Mike Ross. Y'all ain't so bad. Whoa, Mike Ross is a fraud. Whoa, whoa, hold on. And I was like, well, well, hold on. I can get my name on the door. Mm-hmm. Like it, you know, it's it's the ups and downs. He's of like, Jack yeah, Solo. you idiot. You nominated him, right? But here's my issue with all of this, Lewis. Where do you get off? Jessica says, Lewis. I'm thinking about making Jack Soloff a name partner. You know, I think that's can fix our problems. And Lewis says, you're going to hire the the enemy within to be the boss of this company? Mm-hmm. Lewis, your name. Your name is on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, do you, did you forget that you were the enemy within? That you are the enemy within? Literally every other episode, Lewis, you're the bad guy. Yep. How do you sit here and be like, I could see letting me on the wall, but Jack Soloff, I, I draw the line at L- that. Lewis, he's like, you know, he's like, you know, I used to think that you were right all the time, but now I think you're wrong all the time. I'm here. I'm going to light a fire under your ass. Lewis, it was your idea to put Jack Soloff's name on the wall initially, sir. 
It was your idea. Matter of fact, Lewis, you wanted to be managing partner. You do not give a damn about Jessica being right or wrong, but I do think that he is finally, like, he is so attached to the Pearson Spectre lit law firm and whatever names that it is, whether it's Hardman, mm-hmm. whether it's Pearson, whatever the case may be, he's so attached to where he's like, you are the fearless leader. I don't trust anything you say. I don't follow your rules. I don't do anything that you want me to do. But at least I knew throughout my insubordination, I was still going to have a law firm to come back to. Now he's like, everything's a disarray. Harvey is uh, defending Mike and you have all these problems. The summer associates don't want to come here. Nobody wants to work here anymore. People are bashing us. And now you want to let normies into Pearson Spectrally? You want to out, outside of, of Harvard? You want to break the Harvard rule? Like, Jessica, I don't even know you anymore. Lewis is down bad. Because what if they let somebody from the University of Arizona mm. in, Rob? Then what? Yeah, They might as well shit in a urinal or whatever <laughs> he said. All right, so the episode ends on, okay, if you think that all this was bad, wait, Anita Gibbs just found freaking Trevor. And then we boom, 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 zoom, heckle, heckle, hiss. Why? We need to murder Trevor. He's got to die. Yeah. Where are the shows where people die? We're scandal. Yeah. Rob, if this was scandal, Trevor be dead. Mike, Mike Ross, dead. No Mike Ross needs to kill Trevor. Kill him. Just, kill him. just kill him. Nobody will miss him. Just, just kill him. No one will miss him. Like, well, oh, the 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 drug dealers got him. Yeah. Oh no, not Trevor. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? You know, I think the problem with Trevor is that he reminds me, this is like a trope in television shows where you get the person who is like obviously a bad guy, but then they go the super opposite direction and they become so good and so pious that they're still evil. You know, it's like, bruh, you you have no room to do all of this, 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 this like judging that you're doing. Um he reminds me of Jason Stackhouse in uh, True Blood. <laughs> There's a moment, you know, Jason Stackhouse is a is a menace, and then all of a sudden he finds religion. Yes, yes, and he's a, right. And then he's a vampire. Then he's a vampire hunter at some points, but it's all in the name of God. That's Trevor. He's like Trevor, get off your high horse. I'm sure he's like got a youth ministry or something mm-hmm. like that. Trevor's gonna open a mega church in uh, you know, the the suburbs. And I'm York ready for it. Season five finale. Mike kills Trevor. He can go. <laughs> Maybe. I, I wouldn't be... Listen, listen. We never need to see this man again. Rob, after season five, I don't care if he dies or not, we just never need to see mm-hmm. him again. This could what be utility does he have? If Mike Ross is ever... In season six, if Mike Ross utters the word, I think I know who I need to call, and we see Trevor, I'm going to lose it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lose it. Because there's no, we, we've gotten all we could get from this man. All he's about to do is come in and ruin everything. Um, but like now that they have him, Rob, he has one job. You get on the stand and you lie. That's it. Mm -hmm. Just get up there and lie. That's it. Trevor, you've done worse. You should not draw the line of perjury at this point in your life. Mm -hmm. Just lie. Yeah. Just lie. Because I got a lot of other questions for you, Trevor. How did Mike Ross end up in Harvey Specter's office? Right. Why did he, why was he there in the first place? Mm -hmm. Oh, also, remember that time you showed up at that guy's house with the bat? Yeah. You remember that time you did that? Remember the time that Harvey Specter rescued you from the drug dealers? Remember when you were a kid and you moved in with Mike's family, you know, just to mooch off of them, and then you got yeah. Mike kicked out of school anyway? Mm-hmm. Like, Trevor, the list goes on. You really are indebted to this man. You need to take this L. If anybody has to go to jail here, Trevor, you should be volunteering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, Chappelle, who gets a Liddy for this episode? If anybody. I was like, what? <laughs> um, well, what did Harvey do wrong? That's Olaf? Uh, yeah, um, huh. What did Harvey do right? Mm. He told Mike he a lot to like, hey, Mike, don't do this. Mike, leave it alone. <laughs> Nobody listens yeah. to Harvey. He made up with he made up with Scotty. Yep. Mm. Does Lewis get the lady? For going to Sheila and uh really putting the screws to her about uh you're going to Argentina. I mean, that's pretty good. I think so. I All think right. Lewis has to get the lady here. Yeah. You're back in Lewis. Rachel cannot have it. She's lowest lowest denominator right here. No. Mike she Ross may never cannot get have it again. She she is she's gonna have to divorce Mike Ross, and that day is gonna be like, yeah, Rachel Queen, give her three ladies. Um, but yeah, I think Lewis gets it here because he was fighting against the odds here. They send him to Boston because uh, Jessica's like, you better goddamn go make you know make this go away. He goes, Sheila's ass kicks him up and says, I didn't tell. They came and found me, and nobody wants to come to your stupid law firm because. It's all over the internet and all over the world that, you know, that, that y'all are doing dirty stuff there. Lewis comes back with his tail between his legs. He's like, Jessica, I don't know what to do. And she's like, go back, dummy. And also consider letting other people in. Mm-hmm. He goes to Sheila's ass. He tells her, they're going to put you on the stand and they're going to embarrass you because Harvey's going to ask me for this information and I'm going to give it to him. So go to Argentina, enjoy your vacation, and then we'll, we'll talk later on, you know. And he really does piece her up. I think that... Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not joking. Like, I, I was, like, very impressed with how he did her. Because you could tell he didn't want to. But I think all of the points he were making were making me question her. You know, like, Sheila's ass, you just be having sex in the Harvard file room like that? Mm-hmm. What, weren't you the one who wrote that email about the sanctity and all this other stuff of Harvard? And you out there, uh, you know, laying in low and spreading it wide? Yeah. Right. Oh, she was besmirching left and right. Everybody was getting besmirched up in there. She, Lewis even said, how do you know you haven't done that with other people? I said, now, Lewis, that's personal. That has nothing to do with this case. Stop it. That's, a, that's out of line. Yeah. It doesn't matter how that many people she slept question. with in there. Yeah. Right, right. But it shook her. And then he even came back and started to acknowledge that maybe, just maybe, other law schools are also worthy of the Pierce Inspector lit name because Lewis has been on this elitist ass like uh, nonsense this whole time about Harvard being this great school that doesn't that we can't let anybody in we can't possibly let anybody in they slip Mike Ross in they slip Rachel in open the doors let the University of Arizona in if you're the, if you're the dean of law at the University of Arizona aren't you at home just kind of like now how did I get in <laughs> what did yeah. I do? Sheila's ass is gonna take down all of Harvard. Right. Is she really? That's no, that's what Lewis is going to mm. accuse her of if she ever gets on the stand. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, that's a Mike Ross move. When you do a mock trial yeah. with your significant other, that you ask some questions that like a couple other like. Uh, and then uh, also uh, L- Logan Logan Sanders. Logan Sanders? Yes. Uh, what, what was that about? Yeah. Could you describe him naked? <laughs> <laughs> like you, you went over there. Explain why mm-hmm. in excruciating detail, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Lewis, Lewis pulled a Mike Ross rabbit out of his hat, so I think he's the one who deserves the lady this time. Good to have Lewis back. Good. Okay. All right. Got a lot of feedback here for you. Okay. Really. All right. Um. So yeah, a lot from this episode, but then uh, you know the the feedback form. People are still asking questions on uh, ones we've already covered, but uh, there's some good questions. We do need to go back okay. and address those. All right. Angela wants to know uh, or say, I will accept a lengthy trip to Argentina to avoid being subpoenaed to testify at a trial. All right. Good to know. Please and thank you. Yeah. Go to the warm parts. Don't go to the cold parts. Listen, I re- like uh, for the people who are you know the 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 people who are unfamiliar. Rob went on a, a brief trip to Argentina after Wasn't leaving. It brief uh, enough. You know, it was, and, and he had a great time with some Survivor legends, and we'll just say that. Mm-hmm. I think he was on a. It says whenever you tell this story, I always think about you like on an alpaca. Yeah, but like no, it's a like horse. No, yeah, yeah. I, in my mind, alpaca. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Patty says this episode kept me busy. God's green earth had the most goddams of the season: seventeen and eleven folder God slams. Damn. Eleven folder mm-hmm. slams. I'm trying to think of the slammiest folders. I mean, then we're slamming some folders. It's because Anita Gibbs has always got another one up her ass. You know, like she's always like pow, 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 pow. Like you can't stop this lady. As far as the goddamn goes, Jessica's in hell right now, and that's her go-to stress word. Harvey's in hell. Everybody on this show is either goddamn or bullshit, depending on what day of the week it is. And so I'm not shocked that this had seventeen in one episode. Hmm. Uh, this is from a couple episodes back. Uh, somebody named H wrote in and said, um, I like it when you guys uh, talk crap about Mike, but leave my girl Donna alone, LOL. Uh, also, you made it. Uh, stuff's about to go down. Season 5B is stressful, but in a fun way. Enjoy. Uh, do you feel stressed in a fun way? Mm, yeah, I, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, I'm kind of in the, in the mode of, well, it's like Mike's going to jail, right? Like if he's not going to jail, then y'all need to start start breadcrumbing me a little bit more. I need to start feeling like y'all are going to be able to get them out of this because it does feel like every episode is just Mike's obstacle of the week to not go to jail and they just keep throwing them at him. Eventually, Mike, just turn yourself in. Yeah. At some point, just be like, hey, I feel what? like that, that's my prediction tired. on how I think Mike ultimately just is going to confess and, and, and you're like, bro, I'm tired. Yeah. You know, they're like, and coming to the stand next, Grammy. I acted alone. It was me. Right. It was me. Nobody knew. Um, But 66 years, Rob? Okay. That No, not okay. (laughs) 66 years? (laughs) So this is the end of Mike Ross as we know it. 66? Yeah. Maybe he like, maybe he does the thing where he goes to jail, but he has like, he helps the warden. I don't know. Do do jails still have warden? Yeah, like a Shawshank situation. Yes, he helps the warden get out of like some jam. And so they're like, okay, I'll turn a blind eye to some things. You know, I'll call in a favor with Anita Gibbs to get you mm-hmm. off or something. You know, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, this is this this would be stressful if we both weren't convinced that, listen, this is the end of the road. They have you. They have all the evidence. All you're doing is tiptoeing around and, and like delaying the inevitable. The law is coming for you. You fought the law and the law won. Okay. This is a question uh, Jessica Frey wants to know. Who the heck married Trevor? That part. Put <laughs> Trevor's wife on the stand. 
<laughs> yeah. I need to know who this we is. Some questions for her. Do we ever? Are we ever going to see Trevor's wife? Um, I think so. I, I could see like where like Mike goes to Trevor's house and like Trevor is like has like a family and like mini little baby Trevors. Ew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some people shouldn't be allowed to baby Trevor. Like there should not be. Yeah, a baby Trevor's Trevor. wife is like I told him never to let you in here, Mike Ross. Right. She's she's yelling at the kids like, go to your room, go to your room. No, go to your room. Mike Ross, I'm sorry. I just don't have time to talk to you. Like she's like patting the baby. It's, mm-hmm. three, it's three weeks old. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, then Mike Ross shows up at Trevor's job, wherever that is, somewhere fraudulent probably. And he's like, Trevor, I know everything about baby, baby Trevor, Trevor Jr., Travisha as well. <laughs> you know, like, if you don't make this go away, I'll make sure that, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, I can see it. Okay. Uh, going back to uh, the first half of the season, Jessica Frey said, if Charles Forsman wants to see someone quit so bad, he should watch Survivor 45. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> ding. Okay. Uh, ding, ding. We were wondering, how much money does Harvey make a year? Anessa wrote in to say, uh, my guess is that Harvey is making two to $5 million a year. God. God. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's nice money. Anessa, you making that kind of money too, girl? Yeah. She said Look, that I would think Rob, two to five million is conservative with Harvey's large class actions. Uh, he probably uh, may make north of five million on good years. Uh, eat the rich, <laughs> but also share the money before you eat, like before they get ate. You know, just like give give me money too. Uh, Anessa, call me. If you're making that kind of money, hit me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, did you see, I posted a picture of me and Anessa yes. and me and David Schwartz, the associates, from when I saw them in New York. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the streets of Toronto, York. I saw them in the, in the natural suits habitat. Um, yeah, shout out to the associates. If you ever see me in pres- person and you're listening to this, take a picture with me. I love to Add post it to and show all the associates with me. Yeah, let's do it. I think I have taken pictures with more people and I just don't have them. Mm-hmm. Like, they're in other people's songs. Okay. All right. Um, this was not a big reference heavy episode either. I, I don't even know if there were any references. Uh, we had a lot going on in this a episode. Lot. We really didn't yeah. have time to be playing around with references. Yeah. Okay. Chappelle, anything else that you have from this episode? Rob, do you like Anita Gibbs? I think that she's a good actress. I don't like her uh, personally. See, I'm, I'm kind of a fan. Yeah. I, I, I think I think she kind of reminds me of Robert Zane and a little bit of that uh, that district attorney where it's just like, I know that you're breaking the law and I'm going to figure this out. There's, there's got to be a way for me to stick it to you. I think I've just been sick of Mike Ross for so long. I'm like, finally, somebody is not going to let this go mm-hmm. because there's so many people who would have been like, okay, you got me. Okay, it's fine. Like, go, yeah. be fra- go be fraudulent. It's fine. Like, Anita Gibbs is like, no, this is not okay, y'all. This is not okay. Like, this man is not a lawyer. You gotta believe me. And it was like, oh, come on, Anita. Let it go. Grow up. He's fine. He's not hurting anybody. Yeah, we um, haven't absolutely talked uh, about her, the actress who plays her. She is Leslie Hope, not Leslie Nope. And oh. um, that I don't know what uh, she's most famous for. Uh, she was she has directed some stuff. Uh, she mm-hmm. did ten episodes of Tyrant. Uh, don't know her. She oh is on the Strain, Strigoi. Oh Strigoi, yeah. Oh man, I've been getting a lot of Strigoi text messages from Josh Wiggler. Talk speaking of the uh, the Walking Dead recently. Yes. He's not loving it. He's not not loving, loving Fear, fear of the Walking Dead. <laughs> 
Yeah, he it's not his thing. Is she best known for the strain or is she best known no, for No, I don't know what she's best known for. She's done uh a couple other things. She did a show called Slasher. She was on Station 19. She's in 24. Maybe Josh Wiggler knows her. She was Terry Bauer. Oh, for real? Oh my guy. god. Yeah. All all the yeah, way back. See, I was I didn't go that far back into her uh record. Wow. Yeah, okay, well that's is, a very that's Ma- that's a notable role. Yeah, this is Jack Bauer's wife? Yes. Yes. Okay. Do I need to watch 24? Um I don't think you need to. I mean, you could if you could watch okay. the first season. Okay. I mean, look, I've taken your your recommendations before, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Was it you who put me on Shameless? Uh no, I did not. Nicole was uh, watching Shameless. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yo, Oh, uh, Father Walker, he's from Shameless. Yes. Okay. I'm surprised that yes. on IMDb, usually that they wouldn't miss a thing like that of like uh, best known for. Terry Bauer. Yeah. 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 I, I, I've never seen it. So I didn't know if that was his daughter, his wife, yeah. whatever the case may be. Yeah. I, I'll check it out. Put it on my list. Okay. There you go. All right. Chappelle, anything else today? Nope. Uh, let us know what you're thinking. We are creeping up on the finale. Three here. episodes away from the season five finale. Dog, and then three seasons away from the end. We're we're further along than uh, than I ever thought we'd be. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. I knew we were doing this every day, but it does feel good to be on the other side of the hill, don't you think? Yep, we're all, it's all downhill from here. Uh, this is season five, episode thirteen, from February tenth, twenty sixteen. Yes, good times. Okay. So people could just follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show and let me know what they're thinking. Obviously, I'm loving it. But then, of course, tweet us at SuitsPod and I will read your feedback here on the podcast. All right. Thank you all so much for joining us here today. I'm at Rob Sisterino. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.